So, this is a little bit different of an episode. It is November 12th, which is the last day after the extended Real Art Real Business Summit 2020. So it's actually day four, and this is a reflections episode. I don't know if that's a real thing, but I'm gonna go with it, and I'm just gonna share with you guys some of the biggest things that I had to overcome while launching my very first virtual summit. And it, it was amazing. I know almost everybody that's probably listening to this or watching this attended the summit. And for that, thank you so much. It was a huge learning experience for me. And it was one of the most rewarding things ever. And the response is so humbling. So without further ado, I'm going to do the intro and then we're going to get into this, into the reflections episode. So here we go. So the big question is this, how are artists, jewelers, and art-based business owners like us who make our own products and run our businesses, how do we find the time and the money to push our creative limits and still grow and scale our companies? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler, and welcome to The Jeweler's Philosophy. What's up, everybody? I'm Mark Farrow, the jeweler, and welcome to the Jeweler's Philosophy Podcast. This is the Reflections episode after the 2020 Real Art, Real Business Summit, and it's amazing. I can't wait to talk to you guys all about my experiences from the other end, right? Not being a viewer, but being the producer and putting it all on and, and everything else like that. And We had some crazy things, and I have got some amazing gems and nuggets for you guys in this episode. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be crazy. So uh, I want to hop right into it. So first off, I am back in the car, and I feel like most of these that I do, I'm in the car, and that's because when I'm at work or when I'm when I'm making jewelry it's it's hard to hear even with the lav mic it's really hard to get the audio to be something that is really usable and so that's something to think of so first of all I'm back in the car and this is mainly because when I'm making jewelry and stuff I'm making noise I'm doing all kinds of loud stuff and it's hard to get the audio right but then on top of it The only real time that I've got that I'm not doing stuff that I can spend the time to get my thoughts out for you guys is when I'm driving. So I just uh, wanted to put you guys wise to, uh, to all of that. That's why all of these are in the car. So the summit. Let's talk about that for a minute. I had a blast, right? I mean, this was the first thing that I've made besides the podcast, that is for mass consumption. And I learned a ton. Not only did I learn a ton about the people in the summit, but I learned a lot about a few things. What it takes to put on an event, virtual or not. I mean, I've planned a wedding and parties and like big, big events, right? And I've had help to do it. Now I had help with this too. We talked about in, in earlier episodes, I talked about my film team and my note taker and all these other things, you know, I mean, so I've got, I've definitely got a team that helped put this all together, but 
as far as like the guts of it were all concerned and, and everything that a lot of that was all of that was me right so everybody that watched it knows that I ran I ran the interviews and I did not only did I run the interviews but then I was also the customer service person I was the delivery person I was doing all kinds of different wearing all kinds of different hats this last week and it was really rewarding frustrating and eye-opening all at the same time so first of all I was doing a ton it started with promotion right so I had known that I needed to promote. Now, luckily, I had a lot of friends and other people that I had interviewed for the summit, obviously. And as to be a speaker, we had asked everybody to also do promotion. So a lot of the things that you folks saw that were on primarily Instagram and a little bit on Facebook, that was all, all of that, a lot of that stuff was made by me for the speakers and then I delivered it to them and we all started talking about it and, and that was really cool. It created this really great buzz. And a lot of you may have heard or seen a lot of these other jewelers and artists and, and people that were featured on the summit as guest speakers. They were also doing the promotion. Now, I had asked them to do that and it was great that, that the majority of the people did and that was really cool to see everybody kind of coming together and talking about this one thing was was really, really neat. I wish I had more time doing it though, which brings me to my first nugget, right? And, and that is that as artists, I feel like we all think a little bit too much about stuff, right? We don't wanna put something out there and have it not hit as hard, so we think that we need to have it be all the way finished. I fall into this trap too, right? I mean, I didn't really start talking about the summit until maybe a month before, but I didn't really, I didn't wanna, I couldn't talk about it until there was, well, I shouldn't say I couldn't. I could've and I, I should've, I didn't. Uh, I don't regret it, but it's because I don't regret anything. And I also, wished I would have done a few things differently, but I I didn't really start talking about it until a month before it really uh, was set to go. Now, I, I didn't really want to talk about it a lot, like you guys on the podcast. You didn't really hear about it until I had the mechanism set up, until I had the website that you could go to to register. I didn't really talk about it. Now, with that said, I would try to get that that puppy done earlier and I could, and I should have, but for some reason, I thought that it was going to be faster than it was or something, right? It didn't really do a lot of that. I mean, it did, it went really well, but I should have been talking about it a lot more, alluding to the fact and like building this intrinsic like drive for people to wanna come and, and building that need or want to check this out and click the link when the link became available. Now, I didn't do that as much as I should have in looking back for next year for 2020 or 2021 when we do Real Art Real Business Summit 2021. I'm going to be doing a lot more of that. I'm going to be talking a lot more about how I'm doing it, what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, stuff like that to get people more excited. 
which this is the first nugget. Don't wait until your stuff is done to start talking about it on your channels. That's goofy. And the reason that it is so goofy is because, you know, the more people hear about it, there's like statistics and stuff like that that people talk about. You need to hear something, hear about something seven times before you actually take action. So if that's true, uh, you know, ideally, looking back, if I could talk about it and like get everybody excited for a month and then promote it for a month, which means that the website would be live and be able to actually be clicked on, usable, purchasable, everything else like that for a month, that would be ideal. I had about two weeks and I did get excellent response to it. So thank, thank you to everybody that, that registered and went and watched, whether it was free or paid. I'm just glad that everybody got the information and everybody was able to give the information. Like it was an exercise in sharing and, and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was, I couldn't have asked for anything better with the, with the hand that I had pretty much dealt myself. But you know, I'd fallen into this trap as well, even with the summit. I didn't want to, I didn't necessarily want to talk about it until I could send people to a place. And I didn't want to, you know, put things out when the members area wasn't done. So we didn't actually launch the members area until it was all finished. And looking back, I should have launched that earlier and put it up there. So for all of you artists out there, which everybody that's watching this is an artist, let's be fair. When you're working on something, start talking about it. If you're excited, your people are going to be excited. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? They get excited when you're excited. When I get excited, you probably are excited, right? And it's because you're excited for me. You're excited to see what I'm doing and, and everything else like that. Your people are no different, right? When, when you are making a new piece or trying a new medium or doing something different or going to a conference or learning something new or taking a class, whatever it is, right? Your audience, your people, the people that are paying attention to you, the people that follow you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, I don't care, whatever app you're using, it doesn't matter, right? All of these people are following you because they like you. When you're excited, they're excited. Don't cheat them out of that and you're cheating yourself out of it too, to be honest. I mean, you know, you've got to think about it a little bit differently, right? I mean, look at the people that you pay attention to on social media and podcasts and everything else like that. If they're like, oh man, I'm so upset, blah, 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 you might be upset, right? Or maybe you stop listening, but if they're really excited and jazzed up, you're gonna, what are they, man, what are they so excited about? What's going on? I can't wait to blah, 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 right? Keep that in mind. That's a really powerful thing when you're trying to sell a product, okay? So I should have talked about it earlier and, and, and I should have been talking about it the whole time when I was doing the interviews, when I was sourcing the people, when I was doing, I did a little, but not as much as I did. And man, for the last week, hammering my account with everything, real art, real business. I mean, everything had a swipe up, everything had a tag, everything had a website, everything had everything, right? And I got amazing responses. It was super good. So I want to squash this idea of, I had a couple of people that were in the summit that were speakers and they didn't want to send out an email or whatever because they didn't want to sound too salesy, right? With finger quotes. And the thing that's crazy is that there's a way to sell a product without being salesy, right? Telling people where to go and what to do is not salesy. It's telling people where to go and what to do, right? They're already there. They opened the email. They're clicking on your website. They're there. 
majority of the time, the reason people don't buy on those things is because they don't know what to do next. You can't, you can't be afraid of telling them what to do and when to do it. Like you just, it's still up to them. If you say, Hey, like for instance, I sent out an email, uh, this morning saying that the all access pass goes up tomorrow when all the, when all the free videos come down at seven o'clock. That's true. It does. It goes up. The price goes up again, right? So right now it's sitting at $97 and tomorrow it's going to go up to $127. Well, if you still want the all access pass, you can get it, but I'm literally trying to save you like 30 bucks. It's not, it's not me, right? I'm not necessarily trying to be salesy. I'm trying to say, look, this thing is set to go up. If you want it for cheaper, like I'm trying to help you you should look into this and, and have it be cheaper. So number one, I, I would I'd be talking about this thing way more, right? Because the response was incredible, but it could have been even more incredible. And now seeing that and knowing a little bit more on what to do and needing to do this and trying to be in front of everybody at all times, right? I, I did I did learn a lot. So talk about nugget number one, talk about it more. So the other thing that was really interesting, right, was so I'm dealing with technology now and that is not something I'm good at. I mean, let's face it, I'm a jeweler, right? I smack metal with hammers and I set really expensive stones. It's amazing, I love it. But the thing that is interesting to me is that I don't, I don't know a lot about technology yet. I'm learning and the summit was really, I cut my teeth so much on this thing. I mean, it was crazy. Like I learned how to use all these new apps and widgets and freelancers and how to run a team and organize people to get things done on time and, and offload projects and parts and guide people. And I really stepped into this different role, right? Because up until this point, I've been a lot, I've done the majority of this all for the last 10 years on my own. I, I mean, 2020, I've said it before, like 2020 is a big growth year for me. It's all about building a team and I'm working on that. I mean, it's November and I, I've got a good team going. I need to finalize some other people, which I'm, I'm working on doing. And so for me, right, 2020 has just been, been team building all, all the way through. But that means I have to be a different role because up until 2020, it was Marco do this, right? And that may be where you are. And I think that that is, that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but stepping into this different role, like I had a lot of, I feel like when I was in the first few years of my business and I was really figuring this out, it's like I was finding new things and I'd try four things. And then the one that worked, it's like I keep, you know, now luckily I'm in, I'm in a coaching program that I've talked about a lot and they're giving me a lot of really quick shortcuts, which is really great. They're telling, you know, they're, they're cutting down my learning curve by telling me three, three things I should look at, three different apps that do the same thing. And then I have to go and try them all and, and figure out which one I like the best, right? But that at least is good. We've talked about before, you know, get better, uh, get better advice by asking better people better questions, right? And and the coaching program is pretty much that. I mean, I'm literally paying for answers. That's really what the that is what the answer is. And and that's a huge a huge uh, thing for me. I'm a huge advocate of buying your way in instead of only always 
earning your way in. I, I'm, I'm a big one for money as a facilitator. And so if I can facilitate my growth or expedite my learning curve, I am going to take advantage of that every single time. So the, the thing with the technology is, I'm gonna do a little techno babbly on you. I'm gonna try not to, but we'll see. The way that the summit worked was I had to send out links to everybody for each day because each day the pages were locked and they're on a timer. So I had to send out the links. And what happened was I made all these emails in an email generator and that, that I was able to do kind of like MailChimp, only it's different. So I made, it's like a template maker. It's like a, so I, I, made, I made this thing and then I pay this company uh, to basically deliver them like you would uh, UPS, right? The easiest way to think about this is like mail. So you, you make something and then you hire a third party company to come pick it up, deliver it and, and give it to your customer, right? I do the same thing. I make this email, I hire a company to come pick it up and deliver it to your inbox. Now the problem is, is that the company that I hired, a PI address is, is a, an address on the internet that connects things, right? It's like a place where things come from. So I was in a IP pool. So I wasn't the only one using my IP address that was sending out these emails. And somebody in like, I don't know, I don't remember, like Nicaragua or something like that was sending out fraudulent emails with bad financial information in them. And so this other third party that my, that the delivery company that I hired uses flagged this IP address, which meant Every single email that I sent out on Monday and Tuesday with all of those days links, which was 4,000 emails, got blocked. Nobody got their stuff. So I very quickly hopped on my Gmail and painstakingly sent thousands of emails through the support at Buffalo Craft email and everybody got those. So everybody got their day one links. People started watching and it was great. Now I didn't realize this till after like late Tuesday night. So I ended up I ended up figuring it out and like upgrading my plan to have a dedicated IP address, which is like $90 a month to send emails, which I know seems ridiculous, but it's really not. So now this thing is like lightning fast. I got no problem. So day three, everybody got their links today. Everybody got their links, right? So what happened was I had to go and I had to figure this out. And I don't know anything about, about emailing and, and all this other stuff. Right. And so I'm trying to figure out why nobody's getting their links and why like Tuesday, the, the chat and Instagram was dead. Like nobody got anything, right? And, and it was it made me feel bad because I really wanted to make sure that this thing went off without a hitch. But, you know, listen, shit happens, right? We all know this. I mean, as a jeweler, I've broken stones. I've destroyed pieces. I mean, I've really, really run the gamut for real on some of this stuff. It's, it's really incredible to me that when you need to get something done, the amount of work that you're willing to do to get it done is, is astounding to me, right? And so I did, I, I did all this. It's like eight o'clock at night. I figured out what the problem was. I hopped on, I wanted to call tech support, but they didn't have it. So I had to do live chat, which I hate. So I did this and I'm figuring it out and I get all this other stuff. Then I had to set it all back up and then I had to prime it. Oh my gosh, it was like ridiculous, right? So I sent out all these emails and I sent them out in blocks of 200. And, and so it's like I had emails going out from like nine o'clock at night to like seven o'clock in the morning to make sure everybody got their links for day three because I pushed it a day for day three so the summit could continue. 
And I mean, what was I going to do? They were like, oh, well, you could wait until we fix the IP address. I'm like, I'm in the middle of an event. And they're like, well, we don't know what to tell you. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I got I to gotta take care of you guys. I can't. I can't. What am I going to say? My email system isn't working too bad? <laughs> Come on. That's not That's not what, what Buffalo Craft does. That's not what a professional does that's not what I can't do that like I gotta figure it out right <laughs> I mean come on that's what you gotta do when you got the work right so I so I did so I'm figuring this out and I even though it's not what I wanted to do I feel I felt really accomplished because man I learned so much so I get I get the email thing figured out and then I decide you know, I'm going to extend the summit because nobody got their links for a day. And I want everybody to have three full days of the free. So I just, I went in there, I reset the timers, I did all this other stuff and, and I got it. So now today, which it doesn't matter, you guys are listening or watching this later on, but now it's, uh, today's the last day. All the videos come down tomorrow at seven, unless you have the all access pass. In which case, then you have lifetime access and MP3s, and you unlock the other half of the summit and everything else like that. I mean, it's great. That that was really that was really amazing, you know. And the other thing that I I learned. So, so the nugget there is, you've got to be okay with pivoting. Like I did everything in my power to make this thing go off without a hitch. And I mean, in my eyes, it really did. I mean, it it had some hangups, but it went live. I got amazing responses. It was, I had an amazing turnout. People loved it. It was really amazing. I mean, it was it was a phenomenal event. The, and for being the first one, I mean, it's gonna be glitchy. I've never done it, right? But the fact that I did it, and now it's behind me, and that it, it went so well is really cool to me. And I think that that's, that's really great. So the big nugget is, even though you are trying your hardest to make this thing be perfect and everything else like that, know in your heart of hearts that you can do all of this to the best of your ability, but you still have to assume shit's gonna happen. I mean, it's just gonna, right? Like, there is no such thing as perfection. I was watching a Prince EA video today and he was talking about how he wanted to expunge the word perfect or perfection from the English language, right? And, and it's because it's this idea that everybody has but is totally unobtainable. I mean, perfection is not a real thing. It's not reality. It's not, it's not something that's actually obtainable, you know? And, and I thought about what he was saying during this video and it made a ton of sense. You know, I, I saw it and it's like, there really isn't anything that is perfect, right? I mean, the fact that the summit went off without, without a hitch, I mean, nobody got really upset. Everybody was extremely grateful and, and very compassionate. And, you know, even though, I mean, I was emailing people day one, I started emailing people at six o'clock and I did not end until eight o'clock at night. I didn't eat any food on Monday. I didn't have time. I was emailing people and <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, I was sitting in my office in my pajamas all day emailing. It was, it was nuts, but you've got to be okay with pivoting. You've got to be okay with, with making a difference. I mean, I started looking at different email stuff and doing all this other things. And I mean, you know, you've got, and, and I didn't, that's not what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to be 
sitting there interacting with everybody on social and everything else like that, you know, talking about it, pitching it, seeing what everybody was doing. And I didn't get the, I didn't get the chance to do that. And it's not a problem because that's not, I mean, what I wanted to do and what I needed to do were two, two, two totally different things. I wanted to do that, but that doesn't matter. I didn't get to. It doesn't matter what I get to do, right? I didn't do it for me. I did it for you guys. I did it. I did it so you could all learn from the things and the people that I had talked to, right? I mean, that was the whole goal. That is the summit right there. So the fact that I didn't get to do what I wanted to do during the summit is immaterial. All you guys got what you needed. That's all that matters to me, right? So don't be afraid to pivot. And then the, the really big last thing that I want to talk about here is the, the fact that, you know, two weeks prior, I was having some crazy doubt, right? Uh, like impersonator's guilt or whatever. It's like I had finished all the interviews and I, had, I was on the other side of it and I was waiting for everything else. I was waiting for the website. I was waiting for the videos to be edited. I was waiting for the clips. I was waiting to do all this other stuff. And it was like in this waiting pattern, right? I had this really strange, that's not really strange. I bet it happens. I bet it happens to a lot of people that do that stuff, but I mean, okay, show of hands, right? You get a piece done and you're waiting for something, right? You're waiting for a stone to come in or a replacement something or whatever it may be. And you're waiting and you, you've got some time and you start looking at this thing that you've done, right? And you're, and you're sitting there and you're looking at it and at first you're amped, right? I mean, you are so jazzed. And then the more you look at it, you just see everything wrong with it. You hate it, right? So that's not necessarily what happened to me. I didn't hate it, but I started really doubting it. I'm like, man, is this information even any good? Is anybody even going to like it? Did I do the wrong thing? I mean, it was done, right? Like I was waiting, I was waiting for the deliverables. Like it was finished and everybody that was helping me work on it, they're like, this is, you know, they're watching other videos. They're like, this is amazing. My note taker was texting me and emailing me and she's like, this is, this is crazy. This is incredible. I can't believe I'm a part of this, <laughs> you know? And, and so I knew I had other people. My coach was telling me it was great and, and it was, it was really, really crazy. And I, um, I felt something inside of me that I was like, man, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, well, it's too late. It's done. Like, I'm not going to not put it out. Right. I mean, I did all the work, whether it goes off and is, is a slam dunk or it goes off and it's a lead fart. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. Right. Like at this point it's done. I already put it all the time. I should at least put it out there and let it ride. And some reason like that thought pattern like got me back up on top and got me amped up again about it right it's like I got over that hurdle of being like you know I can't remember who it is but there's like stages of being an artist right and it's like oh my god this is amazing and then it's like okay this is okay okay this this sucks okay this is shit and then it's like okay this is good again okay this is great right and it's like you you go through these cycles and I feel like that self-doubt is something that for me, like drives me intrinsically, right? As an artist, part of the reason that I can push myself so hard is because I'm always thinking that my stuff sucks. <laughs> I mean, and you may feel the same way, right? Like 
the the fact that I'm always like, oh, I can do better. I can best it. I can do better next time. Something like that. I mean, I've talked a lot about this on the podcast, but something about that, like cycling through that stuff, like really, really sent it home. And so that that was pretty cool. But the the last big nugget that I want to talk about is that ties into this is that the the support that I got from everybody was amazing. It was humbling. And I'm honored for every single one of you that wrote me something, that commented, that shared stuff on your stories or on Facebook or anything. The fact that this thing that I helped create along with the speakers, the fact that not only did it do what I wanted it to do, which was help jewelers and artists and art-based business owners stay in business and give them really great information, the information that I wish I had starting my business, right? The fact that it did that. And then the fact that everybody was so appreciative and saw how much energy and stuff like that I put into it, which at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, like to me, being a, you know, being a classically trained art teacher, effort, right? I don't want to see the effort in art. Like if you see the effort in art, it's not, it's wrong, I feel like, right? Like you, you don't want to look at a piece and be like, wow, they really tried. You want to look at a piece and be like, damn, that just flows, right? And that's the way I want all my stuff to be, nevertheless, right? And, and that's pretty much the response that I got. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like I had some hangups, right? But nothing was bad. Like some people told me that some links didn't work and I quickly fixed them, uh, you know, but nothing was, nothing was bad. Nothing was broken. Nothing, the website didn't fall apart, right? People showed up. It was, it was really good. And so the fact that all of you were so appreciative, it really, it, it really made me feel really great. I mean, I spent like three months on this thing and you never really know what it's going to do until you put it out. And that's the scary part. But I got to tell you, if you're doing something for the right reasons, and, and I feel like I was, <laughs> the response will be in turn. It was really incredible. I mean, I got some really amazing things that people told me. Really amazing things. So thank you. It's really great that you guys got so much out of it that you did. That's really why I did it. (laughs) So thank you. The last nugget is that you're your own worst critic. And you have to not let that stand in your way. If I listened to myself three weeks ago, two weeks ago, and I didn't launch it, I would have always wondered... Right, And I wouldn't have been able to do what I did. I wouldn't have been able to help thousands of people like you. Which is why I did it. It's why I do this podcast. I really, I really want to wanna help you guys. I want to see you guys succeed. It's the, whole, it's the whole reason. It's the whole thing. You can't let yourself be the one that determines what happens. Because at the end of the day, you're not the one that's buying the stuff. You're not the one that's consuming your art. Your your job is to make it. It's everybody else's job to buy it and love it and like it. You can't be both people. You can love it. And I, I love I love what I did now. 
And next time, I'm not going to feel that way. I mean, it's the first time of anything, right? Think back. Think back when you did the most recent thing that you're doing, right? Technique or style or piece or something like that. And think back to when you did the first one. And, and you felt that way, right? Like you, you did it and you were like, this is going to be amazing. And then you got into it and you were like, this is cool. And then it was shit. And then it was, you weren't going to finish it. And then you did. And then it was amazing again. And then you hated it again. Right? Like when you, when you look at that and you see what that is, but then, you know, you put it out there and people love it. And all you think to yourself, I've had this happen to me. I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm, man, I don't know what I'm thinking, right? And like the line that I think of is uh, from the movie Be Cool, right? When Andre 3000, he's in this uh, this rap group, and it's uh, Weapons of Mass Destruction, right? And they all they all carry these guns and everything else like that. It's hilarious. But he he sits down. And he's trying to sit down in this chair, and he's got his gun. And he's like this, and he tries crossing his legs, and he. Like the gun goes off in like this guy's house and it's, you know, the middle of the night and they're all like, whoa, what are you doing? And he like just tosses his gun. He's like, man, don't give me a gun. And, you know, and it's like, it's, and Cedric the Entertainer's in it too. And he goes, it's my wife's cousin, right? Like he's got to let him in the group because he's, it's his wife's cousin. Like he can't not, he can't not let him in. And so, but he's got no business being there and but I think, I think that's the thing. Like I, I say that quote to myself a lot. Like when I go to second guess myself and I think I know I'm like, man, my customer isn't going to blank. And I'm like, man, I'm like, man, don't give me a gun. Like, you don't know. You're not it, you know? But the joke is, is that as a customer, right? Like for somebody that was, would be a consumer of the summit, like this is exactly what I would, like, I would be all over that as a customer. So why am I thinking that I wouldn't like it? I mean, I ran the interviews, right? And they're amazing. Like, I knew that. I would get done with them, and I'd talk to my wife, and she was like, how was it? I was like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Like, everything is amazing. She told me the other day, she was like, I'm so tired of you saying the word amazing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, it's crazy that you can't, like, you really can't judge what it is. But the response speaks for itself. Don't get hung up on what you think. It goes for everything right? Your pricing, your product, everything. Like you have to just put it out. You liked it enough to do it. You liked it enough to put that price on it. That's what you need to get or whatever it is, right? You have to just put it out there. Let the market decide. The market will tell you if you're right or if you're wrong. I happen to be right on this one and I'm really glad. I mean, the very first email I got was somebody saying, this is amazing I can't wait until it's a live event and we can all be in the same room together. And I want to put together live events. Now, I didn't think that this would be a live event. But for the very first email that I got for the whole thing, I mean, it kind of set the course for what the rest of the summit, for me at least, working it was. I mean, it gave me, it really, like, started off on a high note. I mean, it could have gone the other way. It could have gone with, what the hell are you thinking, right? But it didn't. Nobody did. I had a couple of people that were upset about some things about the links, but they apparently didn't know what a hyperlink was. But that doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to let that ruin my day. But still, it was amazing. 
Don't be so hard on yourself. You're doing amazing stuff. I know because I'm doing amazing stuff. You have to put it out there and you have to let your customers, your audience, the market will tell you and show you where you're landing. It was great. I learned a lot. I had a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it again. I would give myself more time. I would not try to do it in two and a half months. I would, I'm, I'm actually going to start working on it uh, come the first of the year for 2021. And it's going to be great. I am extremely excited. I'm going to make something even better than I did this time. And I, I want to make it an annual event. I really do. Sorry, it's a longer episode, but it was, man, and there's so much more that I, that I learned along the way. I can't even, I can't even think of all of it, but you know, learning with the technology, learning to pivot the big, the big nuggets here, right. Are pivot, right. Expect the unexpected, make it as good as you can, but expect that that shit's going to happen, right. Expect that it's not going to be perfect. Be okay with that right? Don't hold yourself back. Don't be the one that holds yourself back. That's why so few people actually do anything is because they hold themselves back. Don't hold yourself back. Make your stuff, put it out there. Let the market tell you, let your customers tell you because it's going to surprise you. I bet it already does. You put something out and you're like, oh my gosh, this is going to not work. And you put it out and it's amazing, right? Like you just have to, you just have to let it ride, right? That's, that's the, that's the third one. And the first one, now I can't remember what the first one is. What was the first one I talked about? Big gems, big nuggets, right? I can't remember. Go back. It's it's in the beginning there. <laughs> but you, you know, that's the that's the that's the huge takeaways. You just you're always learning, you're always growing. You've got oh, give yourself more time. Duh. I give myself more time. I would talk about it more, I would promote it more, I would create more of a buzz, I would let people into the world of what I was doing more. That's that's one. Two is pivot. It's going to it's going to get messed up, right? It's not gonna be perfect. There is no such thing as perfection. Get that shit out of your head. It's never gonna be there, right? Build it the best way that you can and expect that you know shit's gonna happen and that you're just gonna have to deal with it along the way, just like life. That's what it is, a course of solving problems, okay? And then the last one is don't hold yourself back. Let the market tell you what it is. Let your customer tell you and put it out there and like it. Even if you have to force yourself to like it the same way that you did while you were making it, keep that because the market feels it. If you lose interest, they lose interest. Don't lose interest. If your stuff is that summit was worth getting reamped up about. That thing was amazing. And it wasn't just me. I'm not saying that because I made it. I didn't make it. Me and 19 other people made it. And that's just the speakers. On top of that, it was actually more like 20, about 30 people helped me. All said and done, helped me make that summit a reality. 30 people helped me make that thing. I, I couldn't put it out. I could not put it out because it wasn't just me. It was them too. They also put in, it was a collaboration. It was my job to put it together and get it out. And I did. It was amazing. Thank you so much. I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler. This is the Jewelers Philosophy. We'll be back next time. See ya. Would you like even more information about growing your art-based business? If so, go register for the Real Art Real Business Summit at realartrealbusiness.com. 
This free three-day virtual event is crazy. We have over 20 expert guest speakers with more than 80 real-life business strategies you can implement in your business. Go to realartrealbusiness.com now.